0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Hello listeners, welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, where the line between the natural and the supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. I'm Edward Shanahan, your host, a spiritual observer and psychic reader. Also joining me tonight and every broadcast are our co-hosts, are part of the inner circle of The Unexplained World and spirit weavers. So stay tuned, feel free to call in. And enjoy. Thank you. Hello, listeners. You're listening to the April 22nd broadcast of The Unexplained World. My name is Edward Shanahan. I'm your host. And we also have Annette. Annette, are you out there? I'm here. Happy Sunday and happy earth day to you. Happy Earth Day. <laughs> yeah. It's been a beautiful day in the Chicagoland area. And speaking of the Chicagoland area, Dean, hello. How are you doing?
2: Good. How are you all doing? Hi dear. we're fine. Good. We're
1: doing fine. I'm doing fine. Uh still trying to recuperate from last night. Mm-hmm. Uh and that we had a um we were at the Humphrey House and Senator Humphrey in Orleans, historically, We had a nice turnout of people. And I have to say thank you to Bob and Violet, who are our hosts there for the Historical Society. And it's a haunted location. And I think we did prove that last night somewhat, didn't we, Dan? Oh,
2: definitely, definitely.
1: Ooh. Yeah, yeah. There was, there was two areas of the house. Um, the upstairs, which... Mainly, um, I don't know how you want to say. What would you say, Deanne? Um,
2: I would say there's a lot. There was plenty of energy up there. Um, couldn't really pinpoint though where it was. Very fleeting. Back in a uh, fear, it began with a lot of fear up there. There was something extremely frightened of our presence there. And I just felt it running around like back and forth, back and forth, and it just extremely uncomfortable with us doing the circle's energy
1: there.: We couldn't, Annette, we couldn't determine if it was the children that were in the house. There was how many children died there?
2: There were three children: a five-year-old, a three month and a twin. One twin survived, and the other twin died at five months. Wow. Yeah. That's
1: yeah. A lot. Yeah. It, uh, oh, I believe
2: it, another child. I don't know if that was at birth or.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I believe there was four. I believe the one at birth. The one that is. Now, here's the thing, Annette. The one, one, the first child that died there is buried at Bachelor's Grove. Oh.
3: Now, is that, is that devil baby? Is that what? Something to, is that something to do with the devil baby that Ursula mentioned before?
1: No, no, no. The Humphrey House is a a place in Orland Park.
2: I believe okay. that's the Hall House.
1: That's the oh, Hall. Hall
2: House. Oh, oh, oh! Oops. <laughs> Someone else's haunted house. Okay, <laughs> sorry
3: guys. Yeah. Another yeah. house.
1: <gasps> <laughs> but it's um the mother, the first wife. Okay. Her family is buried at Bachelor's Grove.
3: Wow. The Patricks.
1: Okay. And when the child passed away, I guess because of convenience, they buried the child with the family, the Patricks. Now, the mother is not buried there. The mother is buried in Orland. And oh. the people from the Historical Society actually said, this is them, that they believe that she may be the Madonna at Bachelors Grove holding the child that people see because they have been separated.
3: Well, that, I mean, that makes sense, speaking as a mm-hmm. mother.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So uh, there were a few things picked up in there uh, upstairs. Deanne got hit upstairs, um, and you were feeling the child, weren't you, Deanne?
2: You know, as I said before, I could not pinpoint it. I felt abundance of fear. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was the child. Um, I don't know if it was the nanny protecting the children. Uh, I We couldn't pinpoint that last night. And, you know, I was thinking about it today, too, and it was just very odd, very odd. <laughs> I, and maybe it was more than one just scurrying around, but it was, I mean, because the people that were, there with us we're experiencing also the change of temperature if you remember that mm-hmm. the the coldness how the temperature would just drop yeah and then move come back drop again and it was an awesome experience but it
1: was an really odd one then we went downstairs into the parlor where back in those times like 18 or early 1900s when people died they would be waked in her house and the first wife died she was right there he married within three months as secretary she died she was right there he died he was right there and their oldest son by s the, by the second wife he lived in New Orleans till he was 80 something in yeah, 87 I think so. yeah yeah so he lived there the house has never been in anybody's hands besides the family's. So that's the nice thing about it. The stuff you see there is actually their stuff. So you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pictures, the, the clothing, uh
2: clothing, the babies down to the baby's booties and um a rock wasn't it a rocking horse made out of actual horse hair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. Like I said before, I'm fascinated by this home.
1: And uh, the no, wait, weird with thing this,
2: like, with your psychometry
1: readings,
3: and that's all their actual, all their actual possession. Did you get any? Were able to handle anything?
1: You know what, Annette, I did not bring myself to do it this time. Okay. The 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 thing that you know, I don't know if it's out of. Does uh, oh. here's the weird thing, and the has been part of these things, and other people have been part of them, like Donna and Mark. And they've been part of the circle of energy, seen it in the past. This is the first time I was, you know how I, when I and people bring an item of a loved one that's passed away and I do the psychometry reading on that item and do the conscious sure. channeling while well, I was actually doing it in the house of what was ever there. I was picking up Mr. Humphrey downstairs, um, a side of me that others have not seen before. Um, what did you say, Dan?
2: Definitely.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, more or less challenging him, okay? And then upstairs I was picking up the children. I mean, you know, there was... You know I'm close to children, and especially the spirit, spirit, spiritual side of them. And uh, I became defensive up there because of what I was feeling, you know. So it was... Uh, because we're downstairs, and the, and the ladies or the people in the Circle of Energy were describing describing jolly times and everything like that. And then all of a sudden, I'm hit by Mr. Humphrey, I believe, and the whole thing changed. Uh, one of the ladies was holding the dowsing rods, Kathleen was, and those things started going crazy, actually hitting her. They were spinning so much. So,
2: Wow. The pendulum, I believe, was going,
1: too, wasn't it? Yeah, the pendulum we put in the center on the table, Circle of Energy, and that thing was swinging on its own also. So it was interesting. Um, no no, no bad feelings leaving there or nothing like that. Um, a lot of times I got headaches, migraines, nothing like that. It was just a. even Deanne felt calm when she left there.
2: I did for the first time. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um,
3: how how long were you able to um to be in the house?
1: Oh, we were there from six o'clock till ten fifteen at night.
2: Oh, that's a good long time. Sure.
1: Oh yeah, we, have, six
2: well, six we were there later even.
1: Well, we stood behind and talked to Bob and yes, Violet. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, videos, cameras, EVPs, and everything else were going. Uh, The people are, you know, during that whole time, they're going over them. My son-in-law was there. Jan was there. uh, Mark had his camera going and also EVP uh, listening equipment going. So who knows what's going to pick. People were picking up. One of them were, I forgot who told me, orbs were, they actually picked up orbs shooting across in front of me During the camp, uh, when we were downstairs, they believe they caught something around Deanne upstairs. So time will tell as far as the videos go.
2: And it was a fantastic group of people. I honestly, it was, I really enjoyed everybody in the time we had with them.
1: How big was the group? Uh, Ten people. Ten? Ten Okay, that is a nice big group. That's a nice size. For something like this, that's a nice size. That's a nice size. And, um Bob and Violet were very very good to the group, and they enjoyed the group and Bob you can listen to us for two hours straight i mean the guy the, the thing about the historical society they're all seem like they're all been our retired teachers, so probably on the history side too of teaching but um they were it was it was an enjoyable night they invited us back. We will do it again in the future, and after we see what else is coming up in the near future. But tonight, we're also going to be talking about karma. And if anybody wants to call in, please feel free to call 646-915-9653. That's 646-915-9653. And... um, so feel free to talk about Karma. If you were at the house last night with us, feel free to call about that, too. So, okay. Now, the reason we went to Karma is I call Annette. If, the way I look at it, um, if you know me from the past, which she does, she is basically what I call my sponsor for my 12 steps of not sending out bad karma. Okay.
3: <laughs> when you told me, DM, when he told me that on the phone the other day, I thought that was just so uh. priceless. I said, well, I guess I am. <laughs> <laughs>
1: How many times have I called you? Not, not uh. so much in the last year, but, you know, we've known each other going on six years now.
3: Oh, my and, goodness, right.
1: Yeah, and there's been many times that, um, I called you because I didn't want to go back to my old ways.
3: Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, folks, I'll tell you, he is open to suggestions. You know, we try to but play both sides of the gang. you know, the pros and the cons, and he always winds up much more relaxed and just, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, and my, I always say, just about anybody who asks me, you know, should I retaliate? I say, no, no, let the universe work it out because right. the, the universe does a much
1: better job exactly. than
3: you could ever dream of. And, you know uh, what? And does it always a-
1: work a- <laughs> Uh, I have to agree on that. Um, after you told me to uh, kind of step back, I also believe it has a lot to do with believing you're protected, okay, uh-huh. and by whatever f- source you want to say. But you mm-hmm. so, well, yeah, I think there's a proven track record that um, it does reflect back to them what they send out, okay? Right,
3: that's uh, right,
1: law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, uh, but... So, Deanne, since you
3: brought that up, would you mind, just for people who are not sure what the threefold law is, would you tell us what that is?
2: Basically, for me, what it is, extremely simple. What you put out comes back three times. For me, it's whatever. It's negative or positive. It comes back threefold.
3: Okay. Very simple.
2: Yeah. Very, it is. It's a very simple way that I live by. Struggling sometimes with it, but. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs>
1: but, okay, I'm playing devil's advocate on this, and it's all, you know, because I got to. Sometimes, you know, last night, even Deanne and I had a little talk on the way back, and uh, she just said, you know, basically everything you've said on that in the past, so sit back and, you know, let it happen. And, um, but can you, just can, would, would it even be considered wrong to think, well, if they're sending me to this, what I'm sending back is just a reflection, or are you still stepping over the line? And that's the both of you.
3: Okay, wait, rephrase. tell me that question again. If
1: somebody's sending, if somebody's out to screw with you, put it okay. plainly, okay? okay, and you take your stance and say, I'm sending it back, okay? Is that stepping over the line?
3: Well, I guess it depends on what you believe in. I mean, if you do believe in karma and you don't want to mess it up for yourself karmically, Mm -hmm. yeah, you you give them some payback and you are stepping over the line. The concept of the whole karma thing, which is very difficult, is that you have to do what is right whether you like it or not. You know, uh, do as you will as you harm none.
2: Right.
3: So you just can't harm anyone or anything in the process of what you might think is retribution. And you know what? After a while, a simple joy does come (laughs) from knowing that the universe will dish it out for you.
1: I know. (laughs) I've I've learned this. I've loved it.
3: (laughs) I know we're not supposed to revel in it, but (laughs) hey, when that's all you got, (laughs) you're trying to be the good guy.
2: It's hard. It is so hard sometimes,
3: but. Oh, yeah. It is hard not to be the bad witch or the bad guy or the one that goes (laughs) and stomps them. Absolutely. Very difficult. But that's what you have to strive for.
1: Yarn you earn brownie points?
3: <laughs> oh, yes, yes. oh, Kermit points? And then the Akashic record? Absolutely. There you okay. go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yes. It's
1: gotta oh, yeah. has got to be a yes. payoff, you know?
3: Somebody's <laughs> keeping track. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a payoff. <laughs> yeah, your sponsor calls it in for you.
2: Okay,
1: give okay.
3: another yeah. token or whatever you get. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: medallion. <laughs> medallion,
3: that's what I mean. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: Look at the positive side you know if you can't find it at the moment uh for that Ned,
2: what's really going through your head damn <laughs> <laughs>
1: no i'm happy to learn earn brownie points uh Absolutely. Question, question of both of you okay here's the scenario all right that you're being whatever you're being attacked whatever you don't want to put up the fight me being close to you or if you look at it that way. Let's say the part of the scenario is I'm very close to you. So I decide to step in and put up the fight for you. Does that reflect on me then? Or would it reflect on you?
3: Well, do I know you're stepping in and do I try to stop you? I think that would be a big point of consideration. Mm -hmm. Um, If you step in for me and I don't know it, well, that's the universe doing its work, mm-hmm. but at your hand, you know. And I'm, I always say, you know, good and evil must exist, or not, whatever, negative and positive must exist. Mm-hmm. Okay, otherwise good would not be good and bad would not be bad throughout yeah. the balance of both. So, you know, you play a role. Even the bad guys throughout history played a role, a role that was really was necessary, unfortunate but necessary Mm-hmm. So if you step in and kick that guy's butt in my in my honor, mm-hmm. and I don't know the difference, you do it covertly, I don't even know, well, mm-hmm. that's not a reflection on me, but it is on you. Okay. Now, if I do know about it and I don't try and stop you, then that's a reflection on me and in your tool. That's how I look at it.
1: <clears throat> yeah.
2: I'll have to agree with that completely. I don't think I could have said it any different or add anything to that. Definitely. I mean, um, again, the simplicity is what you put out. You get back.
1: So you're also saying if I would ask somebody who I would know is more powerful than me to do it, then I'm responsible myself.
2: I would
3: say yes.
1: Damn. Even
3: in society? Yeah. Um, look at this. I hire somebody to kill my husband, I'm going to jail just as much right. as the guy with the
1: gun. Well, yeah, I mean Gotti's it's a, a perfect good way to example. put it. Yeah. Gotti's a perfect example. He hired the guy that did the killing. You know, they both went to jail, but the guy that did the killing got out when Gotti actually is the one that served life in prison. And he didn't even pull the trigger. So guess that's a way of uh looking at it
2: now what about and i too i wanted to ask you what you feel about this putting out some positive for the one that's sending you out negative
3: oh uh, you know i think that's that's like the best thing you could do that's really extra brownie points i would say um because you are not only deciding not to do um negative yourself but you are trying to be open to the possibility that person maybe is just sick hungry, angry, fearful, to be motivated to do these things to you. And by wishing them comfort and peace and finding their own joy, even if you have to suffer at their hand in that process, oh, my goodness, that makes you – see, now that kind of question, Deanne, (laughs) is like what leads me to know that you are an evolving spirit at a very fast rate just by thinking of saying something like that. You know what I mean? Because most people, oh, human nature is, you know, eye for an eye, not Mm -hmm. what if I, you know, attempt to, you know, even if you just pray or send them good vibes or whatever your thing is that you can do. Oh, I'm choking up on that one because, yeah, that is just what we all have to do. Can you imagine if we all did that? Oh. There would be world peace. We would know a perfect utopia.
1: Well, Diane mentioned something last night that if you do, her belief is if you do send out a negative or basically a payback, you're going to sacrifice something. Is that what you said?
2: Right. It's, yeah, right. You're going to see consequence.
3: There's a consequence. Oh, Sure i
1: mm-hmm. got a feeling I have to go back to <laughs> that one? the, uh, class 101 again. No, this is actually good for me. Um, two ladies know what's been going around, so um, it's actually And good. Ed,
3: by no means are you such a bad guy, I mean, for crying out loud. <laughs> 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 by nature, you're a pretty good, honest man, so. I mean, I really don't think you have a whole lot to worry about. And, again, the forethought to come and ask somebody else what they think about it before you make an action, Mm they do.
1: Awesome. Well, you spent many a times, you know, a couple years back, almost on a weekly basis, um, (laughs) yeah, with me calling you. And uh, everything that prevailed, like you said, it would though. you know. So uh, that's good. I may give the actual... uh, what you suggested to do about sending out the good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because that that sounds good. It may actually screw up somebody's mind even more.
3: Don't <laughs> oh. <laughs> send it out bad. What? My mom to say kill him with kindness. <laughs>
1: there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Ed, you are bad. Uh, <laughs>
2: This is such a personal uh, show tonight.
1: <laughs> no, it's a good show because it's on people's minds. It's definitely on people's minds. There's there's people out there that say, you know, that maybe are having health issues and stuff like that and say, why me? You know, what did – I never did nothing, okay? And, you know, Annette, you might even have a response to that one, Okay.
3: When people have health issues?
1: Yeah, and they they question, why me? I never did nothing. You know, I never set out to hurt anybody. You know, they may look at it as comma. They're trying to figure out, oh, I yeah, maybe funny. you know. You know, what did I do to deserve this? Right. That's basically, you know.
3: Well, going back to the past life, let's say, kind of a mm-hmm. thing, where you, or reincarnation. Okay. And, Ed, once again, I will refer to your what do we call it, the the post-life or pre-life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Choice.
3: Um, Where you make your choices as you go before you are born and choose a soul to be connected with Mm -hmm. as it is being born. I think that things like this, uh, health issues are pre-chosen, and I think that they are chosen so that we may learn from them, Um, learn forgiveness, learn um for, forgiveness of self learn oh, extra love, how to conquer fear um mind over matter so many different things come when you know when there is a health health issue that comes yeah. to mind so I think that there is a lot it, not so much karma tied I think your karmic your karmic debt is paid. Mm-hmm. Once this life is done and how you get there, you know, how you get to the next lifetime or into the, oh, you know, I, people always want to call it like the judgment stage or whatever that state is after mm-hmm. death and before mm-hmm. the next creation. Um, I think that's when you make your payment. That's when you sit down and you, they open the record and they say, okay, Ed's got, you know, four good checks over here and three bad ones. So let's make him, you know, he can go up the ladder this much this time or, Oh. I'm, not, I'm I know, By no means do I know how that works, of course. Yeah. But yeah. Um, something along those lines is what I'm thinking. What do you think, Oh,
2: You know, I've come across that question myself and with others so many times, and, you know, I could never, I never really had an answer for that. It's it just an experience. Like, it's... It, you know, you really helped me look into that more and that take that view of it, you know, as, a, as an experience. Um, also, a, a for some reason, an experience that's needed in this lifetime. For what, I don't know. Why, I don't know.
3: Yeah, and I guess it would really depend upon, like, how much you're supposed to learn by what kind of a health issue it is. I mean, if you're born with bad allergies... Mm-hmm. Well, then that's probably to teach you patience or, you know, something where you have to just be acceptant of it because there's not too much you can change about an
1: allergy, you know.
3: But yeah. let's say, you know, you come down the line and you get some debilitating illness.
1: Whoa. Well, I had cancer. Let's go by that. I had cancer okay. when um, I was 30, I, 18 years, 19, ooh, 19 years ago. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, I had the cancer. I fought it. And it's... Um, um it opened, it opened some faith in me because a little incident that um, I actually call per prayer hotline. And right. uh, something that they were, that I was supposed to go in and have x-rays for the brain because they were afraid the cancer went there because of the, the migraines I was getting, which are severe, and, you know, this wasn't going away. As soon as I hung up that phone, it was gone. Period. Hmm. So it was like whoa, you know what I'm saying? There was a learning right. experience.
2: How was your faith before that?
1: Um, I'll tell you what.
2: <laughs>
1: <clears throat> that will change a lot of ways of your past. Okay, the way you were, the way you thought, uh, the way. You also learn really deep down inside who truly, you know, somebody you know like Kathy truly loved me. Okay, because she went through a lot of, uh, even though it was a skin cancer and that there was, uh, there was, you know, there was a lot that, you know, major surgery and everything else. So, um, right. yeah, I, I changed. I think, and she's on, or she was on the phone. She was on the line. Um, I think she would agree to, to that too that I changed big time.
2: That's after like that,
1: my after experience. That
2: with the, as you were talking about with the cancer, I didn't experience cancer, but my mother did. And my sisters and I learned, I mean, unfortunately, we learned something very deep through that experience of losing her is more appreciation for people in life and not taking things such for granted. Um, you know, because we just thought my mother would live forever. You know, you, you don't expect that to happen, and you just go on. You know, just take it. You know, take it for granted that they're here, and then to lose them, it really taught us. Some. I mean, maybe that wasn't. I. I don't. Like I said, it, I'm still baffled with it because we asked our, ourselves, why did this happen? I'm sure, day in and day out, she asked herself why it was happening to her. I don't know if it was for us to learn appreciation of you know, life more, or what, but, but like with you, Ed, too, you said, you know, you learned your love with Kathy, and your faith, and everything else, it's,
1: yeah, and it was also, you know, I, I I didn't blame nobody, because, um, I was actually at fault for the reason of getting it, um, part of it had to do with, uh, some of the things that went on in pro wrestling, and stuff like that at the time, but, it was all my doings, okay? So I guess that's a form of karma, too, but it's uh, it's one that wakes you up big time. And, you know, for those out there, and anybody feel free to call. Anybody feel free to call about this subject, about the paranormal or whatever. Feel free to call, okay? Tell uh, them the number. The number, again, is 646-915-9653. And let me let me also mention why we're here that on our next show, uh, which will be May sixth, our guests will be I'm tenta. to you know, I'm looking at will be author Robert Schwartz who has written a book, Courageous Souls, okay. And and that that's basically um a book on what you know, what my thing was that's the posting about the uh Picking a soul, you know, picking your as a soul pre-life, pre-life of a soul. Okay. So, yeah. So, I will be talking to him, and then uh, Annette. while we're on the subject? Why don't you give out now? Your email is working again. Why don't you give out? I'm back.
3: I am. Back.
1: If people want to get like you're your life
3: right life. arm cut off, isn't it when the internet goes down? Um, yeah. Okay.
1: We'll as get there. Reading, uh, oh no. Go
3: ahead. <laughs> Past life readings. You can uh, connect with me by sending an email to Fairy Ring at, at Hughes dot net. F A I R Y R I N G at Hughes. H U G H E S
1: dot net. And speaking of the right arm being cut off, the um, <laughs> computer has been down for the last two weeks.
2: Yeah, cut a funny. So now really, it's in I the shop. So if anybody tried emailing me, I'm not ignoring you. It's I don't have
1: a computer. Yeah, and you can feel free to email me, and I will contact Deanne about it. You can go to our website, theunexplainedworld.com, to contact. Also, and that's email address is up there under uh, Spirit Weaver's. Mine's up there, and I can forward it to Deanne if anybody wants to contact. Uh, Chicago's Ghost Conference is October 26th and 28th to be held at the historic Con- Congress Plaza Hotel right on Michigan Avenue downtown Chicago for more information on the event and those who will be included there and in the paranormal activities and I mean from Friday till Sunday go to the go to the website chicagohauntings.com or you can even go to the unexplainedworld.com and go into the event section I'm I'm gonna attempt to try to get some of the some of the people that will be there on our show between uh now and October. Um, uh, as guests to be on there. And finally, Deanne and I will be doing readings Monday, May seventh. It's hard to believe May's already around the corner, ain't it, ladies? Wow, I, mean, oh, I know. Yeah, we're uh we're about uh what? Close to six months away from Christmas again. Uh, May seventh. <laughs>
3: Oh great. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, <I'm bugging. laughs>
1: it's champs in Burbank. Uh start time will be seven PM. If for more details visit our website. Also June tenth we'll be back there holding our psychic fair. So you can visit a website for more details on that too. Uh be an Earth Day. Not to change the subject, but since it is, what does that mean, ladies?
3: Well, Earth Day is a day, and this is the 37th Earth Day, and um, today is a day when you want to, oh, get me going, Ed, <laughs> the day when, um, you, what you want to try to do is just appreciate the Earth, try to change your ways and your thinking about how you look at uh, Earth and uh, the future of the planet, um, what it means, you know, we don't just, this is not our planet, we borrow it from our children and their children. Um, I wrote a little article for my club newsletter the other day and I was putting in different things that you could do and, and I'll, I'll tell you what they are. You'd be all excited and surprised to hear some of these things. Okay. Um, for example, um, you could plant a tree that helps reforest the world, provides lots of clean air. Arbor day is also April the 27th. So if you want to know more about, um, Arbor day, you can go to ArborDay.org. Um, Simple things you can do to help save the earth are things like turn off your car engine. If you're sitting there waiting outside school for the kids or you're stuck behind a train or, you know, it's going to be long, turn off the engine. An idling car not it just burns unnecessary fuel and emits exhaust. Um, little things you can do with the kids, take the kids on a hike, take them to the zoo, teach them about endangered species so they have respect to the earth. Um, recycle glass and plastic the two biggies um, even at a million years' decomposition time, glass bottles may well outlast the human race itself, and plastic bottles are on the forever list, in other words, they will never decompose so if we just recycle just these two types, glass and plastic, there would be so much less landfill. And just room for real nature to be, because I think we're running out of nature. Mm-hmm. I mean, our kids have nature deficit disorder, huge. Um, and then one last little tidbit that was on here um, was don't flush um, leftover pharmaceuticals. So if you've got medication for some reason and, you you know, you took what you needed, you don't want them anymore, they're expired, something, don't just flush them down the toilet. First of all, you want to be real careful how you dispose of those. Um, put them in some kind of a sealed container. If they're in a childproof container when you get them, throw them in the garbage that way. But don't put them in the water systems. They pollute river streams. They harm fish, animals, the whole thing. Because, I mean, it's not just one guy doing it. It's millions of people doing it. So
4: um,
3: you can go to itmeanstheworld.org for uh different way- times that when there's waste recycling in your area. And let's see. Oh, and you can figure out what a big what a environmental footprint your family leaves by going to earth911.org or earthday.net/footprint.
1: Huh? What do you mean by footprint? What do you mean by that?
3: Um an environmental footprint for example is the the mark you leave environmentally. Okay. So, for example, if you if you you know, if you're mom and dad and a couple of kids and you don't recycle, here's what uh, what damage you're causing all by yourself. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, I like to, we got a caller, and the caller's name happens to be Cassie. Hello, Cassie.
0: Hello, but I can't stay on very long. Hi, sweetie. Oh, hi, Al. How is everyone?
3: Oh fine.
0: <laughs> I hate falling into it in the middle of your conversation. Actually, I've been in
1: and out a couple times. Yeah, I know. I couldn't get you. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was, I heard you, but I wasn't going to interrupt nobody. Uh,
0: no, 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 that's all right. I'm just waiting for the pitter patter of no no shows right now. So.
1: Oh, you're still waiting on Mariah,
0: huh? Uh huh. <laughs> yes, I am.
1: The kids got a better nightlife than we do.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: and oh she's my gosh, only she's seven. No, and I'm no. almost
3: 10 o'clock.
0: Yeah, I'm a little perturbed, but who am I? I'm just the grandma, so.
3: Oh, oh give them hell, Harry. <laughs>
0: well, I have my ways.
1: Well, we then again, she'll, pardon me? Go ahead. Go ahead. And then again, what?
0: She'll, she'll, she'll make them pay in the morning, so no big deal.
1: She'll pay karma. <laughs> exactly. You reap what you sow. Exactly. <laughs> And the kids don't have to even consider that because it's, you know, how you know it's a second nature. Um, <laughs> yeah, we've been talking karma. We've been talking about uh, the Humphrey House. We've been talking about Earth Day, which is today. And uh, Kathy made me go out there and uh, cut the lawn and everything. So, you know. I oh, I did. That. And,
0: you know, I used my wicked, wily, womanly, womanly ways to get them to cut the grass. <laughs> oh well
3: what did you, what were these wicked wily ways that you used
0: well you don't have to cut the grass if you don't want to i mean it isn't that big of a deal but you know it is going to rain tonight and it's just going to get worse and i know how much you <laughs> hate the way it looks <laughs>
1: so. <laughs> yeah so i you know and i shouldn't complain because we got such a huge evergreen you see, an evergreen tree in it Yeah, Yeah, and it's running from sidewalk to sidewalk, so really there ain't that much lawn there to cut. (laughs) That is my
0: tree. I absolutely love that tree. It has become a part of me in so many ways I can't even begin to describe it. I would just die if that tree was gone. I really, really would. I really, (laughs) really really would.
1: Well, that tree's got some history. That tree was planted when I was 10 years old. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a
0: seedling. And we yeah. had people offer money to take the tree, as a matter of fact. And I just won't part with it. I just won't. It belongs. It's grand,
1: to it. so she is set in her ways, you know. <laughs> How on
0: earth would you move something like that? Well, there's companies that can handle moving something like that. I mean, they promised to take it and repair the lawn. But you know what? That's not a repair. I mean, if you take that away, you literally have gouged my life. As far as I'm concerned, it's a beautiful tree, and you're you're taking it away is not going to make me happy. I want it there, so it's not going anywhere. There's so much life inside of it, too. It's not just the tree itself. I mean, in the springtime, you see all the baby birds. You know, there's squirrels that live there and rabbits. I mean, it's just nature 100%. There's even
1: a kid (laughs) there's even a cat that hangs out in there
0: right and not only that it it, it furnishes um you know from from all of the the weather i mean when in the summertime it keeps the sun from coming in and in the wintertime it you know it shelters us from the cold and i mean it certainly saves on all of our electric bills and our, our certainly our gas bills as well besides being aesthetically beautiful i mean it's absolutely gorgeous and you can't miss it when i tell people you see the evergreen tree? That's my house. You can't miss it. There's just no way to miss it.
3: That's right. So, so save Lady. the trees, people. Don't let them get cut down. <laughs>
0: well, they're
1: when went, you can.
3: Burbank,
1: Burbank went through the whole neighborhood and basically, uh, especially seventy Street than that, and cut the trees down and stuff like that. Um, it's probably close now to being one of the oldest trees on the block. Tell you the truth.
0: Right, right. And doesn't it make your heart ache when they do that? I mean, what appalls me is that they cut them down, and then what really makes me want to just die is when they start to, and they're doing it now, where they want to beautify the main the parkways along the main street in the, in the town. And what do you think they do? They plant trees. I mean, how silly is that? This town used to have trees that would go over, you know, where it was like going through a small tunnel of trees down the street, and they cut all of those beautiful trees down instead of maintaining them. They didn't do anything to help them. It was just sad, 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 sad. And yes, I'm a true earth person. I'm not one to want to dig in the dirt, but I love what it produces, I suppose. I was probably a little fairy in some life, you know, where I would run through the trees. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: We're
0: Druid, <Druladia>. yeah. <laughs> Can't get you to jump
1: over a bonfire naked in the woods. <laughs> oh, you're just <laughs> such a perv,
0: you know that? <laughs> and with my luck, I'd burn my ass. Maybe that's why I'm a redhead. Here you go. It's the answer.
1: <laughs> so... Um, well, we were discuss I, I, I try to get Kathy to go out to the Humphrey House. She won't have nothing to do with it. Uh, my son in law Bill was out there uh last night. I think he enjoyed himself. He's the one I'm hope we may even attempt to go out into you don't want to talk history, Peoria area in the future. Maybe not this year because usually it takes almost takes a few months to set things up. Let me
0: explain something, uh, do you mind? Go ahead. I, okay, I, first of all, I'm the type of person that I truly en- enjoy um, controlled situations where I can watch a scary movie or, um, you know, see something scary. But there are certain things about a home. I'm not afraid Per se of the the scariness or the unknown, but I don't like the way I feel when I walk into a home or a, to, into a situation where you know there's any I, any kind of um, oppressive souls or um, I, I'm, I'm sure not or, or an overwhelming sense of dread or or, or of sadness because there have been occasions where Ed and I have gone to different places like that, and the minute I walk up, it like grabs a hold of my chest and it just holds on and it's like I know in my heart that part of it is that there, there's such a desire to want to connect with someone, a human being or a person that's living on this earth and, and I don't want to do it because it just hurts my heart so much. Do you know what I mean? It's hard to explain but that's basically what it is and, and do I feel like I'm real sensitive to that? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. And so I try to control that situation. So there's a lot of times when others ask me to go, and it's not because I don't want to be with them or to enjoy the experience, but I know what the experience will bring. I've had that happen when we went to to that one place in Willow Springs, and I didn't like the way it made me feel. And and there were a lot of times when it just made me very, very uncomfortable.
1: Well, you had that feeling at the estate sale, too, that we went to.
0: Um, that was that there, there was like a wall slapping me right in my face. It was just the most intense and I was really young. I mean, but it was a very intense feeling.
1: Damn. Yeah, the husband and wife died in there, I believe, in their house that they were holding the estate sale. Mm-hmm. So that's a good that's you know, for anybody listening, if you want to pick up uh, the abilities to psychometry, I think oh, you said I have to, right to let you go.
0: I have my little company.
1: Oh, okay. All right, okay.
0: bye bye. Good night, guys. Bye you guys. Bye-bye.
1: That's uh, that's a good way to do it. Go to estate sales um, and start, you know, seeing if you can pick up, you know, what you're feeling there, stuff like that. And uh, that's a good way of doing it. So, ladies, where do we go? What do you want to talk? <laughs> we talked about karma. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, basically, I still need, uh, I guess I still need you on that. Um, <laughs> keep me in line and no like I, like Deanne was there last so I got two I got two sponsors I guess uh, one that Good. knows me well and then uh, Deanne who's still getting alarm. know me um, as far as that goes but I think we've Deanne once in a while needs to talk to when you know there's been times you want to send out karma right? Well yeah
2: there always is but yeah there always
1: is we are going to be I'm going to make an announcement now we are going to be sitting down next Sunday we're supposed to sit down with a uh, cable TV producer uh, about being on their cable show in the future and also a couple places are opening up and I'm not going to say one place but I'm just going to say it's where it all started as far as the circle of energy in there. And, uh, Annette, I don't know if I shared it with you, but I think you know the place I'm talking about.
3: Yes, I think I know. Yeah.
1: And they got new owners. So... Oh, it's going
3: to be much, oh yeah, it's going to be much better.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> the place keeps on calling me back, you know. So, um, I'm going to go, I'm supposed to go in there and talk to them. And, Maybe in the near future we'll be doing what we did in the past there, and especially outside with the circle of energy. Well, so, when
3: you can finally make that announcement, Ed, when it's all put together, I tell you mm-hmm. what, people, you will all be very pleased with the results if you yeah. attend
1: that function. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and that was a situation where I had to definitely pull me back and leave karma, leave karma uh, the universe take control and uh, – in the past and uh, it's pretty much worked out. So Um, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I (laughs) (laughs) I ain't going to say no more. Um, There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, Then we're, we may be going to the place called dream reapers also in the future to bring a group of people in. That's the haunted house. That's, you know, Halloween haunted house, but it is inside a warehouse. It stands year-round, but it's inside a warehouse that is actually haunted. Right. So, and well, I I not even know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Go to the website watch the video, The Unexplained World. In the video section, you'll see um, you'll, we have a video up there about Dreamweepers. Yeah. And uh, my take on it is the way they duck that place out, they decorate, you know, as far as the different sets because it's huge, the different sets they have in there. They go to estate sales of people who've passed away, et cetera, and use that stuff to, uh-huh. you know, to decorate it. So <laughs> um, they, have, they have spirit activity in there, big time. Got a little tag-alongs, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a little tagalogs, it's kind of a shrine to the dead, everything else, you know what I'm saying? All under one roof, besides the dead being there, or, you know, it being haunted, because back when uh, in when it was a factory and stuff like that, um, a few people did die in there. They got records off. So. Uh, wow. um hmm
2: So this is in the works for us to be going there? Or?
1: Yeah, yeah, pretty much got the okay already. It's setting up a date and everything. Uh, We're going to be doing more uh, more of the readings and stuff like that, which I enjoy. I enjoy 100% doing the readings, doing the psychometry. Uh, We're going to have Friday 13th is going to be coming up again in the few, I I mean as soon as July already. So that's going to be another. The last one we did, which was, what, two weeks ago? Started 1.30 in the morning doing readings. So uh, nice turnout. And Annette, uh, we are going to be doing stuff in your area taking people on tours again.
3: That's right.
1: Um, we got people already asking about it, so right. you and I got well, to set up are a lot of fun. Oh,
3: yeah. Interesting. Maybe they're not fun, but they're very interesting. <laughs> they're fun. They're fun. Uh, Hi. <laughs>
1: Julie's got a bunch of pictures from the cemetery. You know, Julie that was with us last time and with uh, a whole bunch of orbs and everything going on at that place. Uh, and we're going to, you know, During the summer, it's beautiful out there by Michigan Dunes. So, yeah, Michigan Dunes.
3: The Indiana Dunes. Indiana
1: Dunes. Excuse me, I'm thinking Michigan. Indiana Dunes. The
3: Indiana Dunes, yeah. Oh, it's really nice out there at night, yeah. If nothing else, you get a really awesome walk on the beach at night. Mm -hmm. Beautiful.
1: (laughs) So that's going to be in the plans in the future. Uh, Really can't go into too much of it, but. We got a caller. Let's see what this caller has to say. Hello, caller six oh eight. Uh,
4: hello, Ed. Yeah. This is study from Beloit. I just wanted to say hi to you and Deanne. How you doing? Uh, hello. hello I'm doing really good, and just so enjoy listening to the program. Um, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I wanted to tell you two thanks for putting that little video on about the cell phone uh, shadow people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't know if you remembered that at uh, Halloween or not. But um, yeah, yeah, was- okay,
1: you're the one. You're the ones. I, you know, I caught a little heat on there for putting it up there. Thank you for calling right. me and even bringing it up. Um, because I'm going there now. All right. oh, okay, <laughs> right. I'm glad you're going there this ain't karma. Totally this is cute. the lady. This is a lady that actually experienced it. Um, so for everybody that says I was doing it for other reasons.
4: Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, um, I felt totally the whole thing.
1: Left. We only got seven minutes left. Um, the thing is, this is a lady, or I believe it was your son, right?
4: No, it was my friend.
1: Okay. Your friend came up and yes. said to tap in there and all this stuff. And I had to kind of break the news to him. I knew about this thing existing uh, with the cell phone and stuff like that. And the the, the individual just loves the paranormal, Okay. And I felt real bad for him because somebody may have played a trick on him, all right? So I I, I had to break it to him as nice as I could because I knew about this. But I couldn't make it public because this was a concept, this was a how-to. It was being merchandised and sold. Uh. Meta Cafe actually, whoever the guy is, posted it. He revealed this thing. Okay, so the reason of my posting, it wasn't to put down any investigators because the word investigator isn't used in the posting. It was to inform and educate the people out there so they're not taking or being taken like the young gentleman was that was at the Halloween party.
4: Right, okay? like we all were.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So to over to the specific investigators that pointed a finger at me and thought it was something else, here is the facts to prove it wasn't and that this exactly existed. And I'm trying to help the people out there that are um, enthusiastic about the field itself, aren't investigators, but are innocent to what's out there. And the best way to educate people is to educate the innocent about, you know, what is going out there. So all of you that wanted to point a finger at me, there it is. Thank there you very you go. much for calling. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who needs karma? It's just, like you said,
4: Annette.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah.
4: Well, you know, and after that, then I've right. Um because Excuse me,
1: happen. listeners. Excuse me, listeners, for the route I went. I think Annette knows me well enough that something's been up my craw for the last couple of days.
4: So. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I picked a good time to call. You
1: did. did.
3: You did. Got it, it off his
1: chest. He'll be a new man
3: in the morning. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad.
1: Okay, what were you going to say now? You all were taken by it, right?
4: Oh, definitely. And, you know, and then it even caused me to doubt, you know, because we also went to the Humphrey House mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. in one of the first visits. And um, we had some interesting photos that came up from that. And um, the picture of the the – um, gentlemen um there, we have a reflection of an older gentleman's face in that picture and I thought, Well, can I trust anything now that's coming from that direction or is it all just <laughs> is that is that just part of um um you know, somebody's trick too? You know, is it all well, what, what the video
1: what the video shows and um yeah. Everybody's going to have to go to the Yahoo group to see it, okay? But what and look at look under it. It's called paranormal knowledge. But what the video shows is somebody actually setting out to play a game, you know, on the innocent. So uh, things that would pop up when you're taking pictures yourself and stuff like that. No, that's all. That's all happening naturally, okay? So.
4: Okay. Well, so then maybe we have some good photos that we do need to get posted on the on the site then or at least send them to your way for you to check out because it yeah. was really interesting and right. I just really hope that we all get a chance to hook up and, and meet up oh, with you. Oh, you know what?
1: Summer. I still love to come to Wisconsin. I still say to get us in that Wisconsin Dells area, all that Indian land. Holy oh, mackerel. Well, yes. I'm just itching to get up there. Okay, but,
4: uh, well, we're just going to have to work on getting something put
2: together. That, I am that, so glad you called, Betty. I haven't heard from you in such a long time. Well, we've had, I've just had so much
4: going on. I just, I lost my mother.
1: Oh, did you? Very sorry to hear that. I did,
4: I did, and I wanted to come to the psychometry readings, and I just felt like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't time yet.
1: Right. There has to be a time. There has to be a time of acceptance and stuff like that.
4: Right. So it's just, it's really been just um, crazy. And uh, I think about you guys all the time. So you know, at least I Thank have you. Sunday nights where I can plug into the radio.
1: You know what? This this was special for whatever reason it happened. This was special. Thank you very much. Thank
4: you very, Thank
1: you very much. Um, I think Annette and DM both know. I mean it from the heart. Oh,
4: so, oh I, yeah.
1: I didn't put no call out to you or nothing. If it, if oh, oh
4: no, me. definitely not. And no, I think about you guys all the time. And um, I just, um, I wanted to tell you so much. Well, thank you for putting thank that you. on there, because it really does make a difference, and especially for something that interests so many of us or is mm-hmm. our common thread between us.
1: Yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, 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 it's for the innocent. That's what it's for. It's for the innocent out there. Right. It's for the innocent, and I have no. I, you know, people can. I post the stuff about cold readings on the internet, so there ain't no like I'm playing favorites, okay? Right. Uh, I post the stuff about um, so-called psychics doing cold readings on the internet, okay? To be good in what you do, you got to know both sides of the field. That's the way I look at it. So. Right.
4: Right. Okay. So- I'm very no. sure glad that it worked out for all of us. And, Deanne, I was just thinking of you and I sending out prayers when your husband needed it, and add to you, too, and your wife, as well. I hope everything goes.
1: Um, Thank you very much. Back. And you know what? If you ever have a situation like you happened with your mother, feel free to post it or, you know, whatever. Okay? Do
2: you still have my number, Patty? Um, you know,
4: I do not have it. My cell phone crashed. I mean, the whole thing, I lost all my numbers. So if you if you could give it to me or um, email them to me,
1: email me and I'll forward to it. We ain't giving over no phone okay. numbers over here. <laughs>
4: okay.
1: No 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 no. Because uh,
4: um yeah, and my daughter's here and she's like, yeah, mom, call, call mom, and I'm like, okay,
2: I will. Right, definitely, because my uh, computer has a virus, so it's down. But if you can email or you know give at an email and he'll give you my number. Okay, I will do that.
1: Okay, thank you for the call. We got well, 34 it. seconds left. Okay,
4: well, thank you.
1: Thank you very all much. Right.
4: Bye bye, you guys. Bye-bye.
1: Okay. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Annette? Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Annette? I'm here. Annette? Yeah, that proves the karma thing right there.
2: I know. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> wow. I, yeah. <laughs> he said "Oh, uh, very kindly.
1: Okay, all right, 12 seconds left. Annette, thank you. Thank Deanne, thank you. Cassie, thank, thank you. Listeners, thank you. I'm very sorry but you know, that you saw me get a little agitated, but there was something there for it. Thank you very much and goodbye. Good night. Right. Good night.